Oh, this is a very weird episode of Straight Outta Clawing, lads. Not really anything to do with the content, but more down to the fact that I'm recording this literally right before it's being uploaded. Normally I record at least one day in advance, but I've been working nights this week, lads, and fucking hell, to say it's been an adjustment would be the understatement of the year. I hate working nights, I don't like doing it, but here we are. And I'm doing them again next week, but thankfully I'm only on for three days, so it's fine. But anyways, welcome to Straight Outta Clawing, lads. This is another very thrown together episode, but fuck it, those can be some of the most fun episodes. And I know a lot of you listen to this on your commute to work, or you listen to it at work, or you might just listen to it when you're going out for a walk, or doing whatever it might be that you're doing whilst listening to this podcast. And I was tempted to maybe leave it for this week, but I don't like missing weeks. Like, I like, I like recording, I like uploading, and it's just... I just love doing it. It's just it's just the way it is. And especially since like I had that break from podcasting for like four months last year. And then I came back with the original Straight Outta Klein before I lost the goddamn um, subscription for it. Which was super, super frustrating. And another thing that's super frustrating is I'm looking at my computer screen right now. And it's telling me that Audacity is not responding. But I think... I think everything is okay. Let me, like, just listen back there, because I have a bad feeling I've just lost a bit of audio there. Okay, false alarm. It's all good. It's all good. Thank God. I got a fright there, and I thought I lost a bit of audio, but it's fine. But, yeah, uh, I think the main thing to talk about on here is that I'm back with Phoenix Wrestling at last. The prodigal son has returned, to quote Mr. Charlie. Aiden Doyle, who very kindly said that when I came back. No, it was great to be back. I was on last week's NXP show in Limerick, which was fantastic. Isn't it mad? I've now refereed more shows in Limerick than I have in Cork. But that is soon to change, because next week at the Kino, the 23rd of July, it is Phoenix Wrestling's anniversary show, which is crazy, so that's what... I think this is the fourth anniversary of Phoenix, and it's being headlined by Scotty Tuhati versus LJ Cleary. Like, what a fucking match. Scotty Tuhati, 20-year WWE veteran. You know, not just as a wrestler, but like as an NXT trainer and, you know, working behind the scenes against probably the best wrestler in Europe right now, LJ Cleary. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, he helps a lot with Phoenix, like genuinely. I've, even as a fan, I admired LJ for a very long time. And this match is mouth-watering. It's like, I'm unbelievably excited for it. I'm more excited for that, like to watch that, than I am to like referee my matches, which is great. But I will be refereeing the pre-match um, show. No, the pre-show match. Yeah, the pre-show match. Yeah, sorry, why did I, why did I get that confused? That messed up my head there. That was weird. It's late, lads. It's late. I'm recording this at five past one in the morning. And literally, I have to edit this straight after. And I have to upload straight away. Like, normally, to peel back the curtain a bit, I normally record it. I edit in everything I need to do. And then I schedule it for Friday, 12 a.m. Now, I can't do that. I've just been so tired during the week. Like, it's so annoying. Like, today is Thursday. Well, no, today's technically Friday when I'm recording this, but I've just worked, you know, Thursday evening into the night. 
And this is like the first day I feel like I'm not tired after I've come home from work. And it's on the last day. Like, that's so annoying. Oh, God. Anyways, look, whatever. I don't care. Um, at least the weather isn't, like, too amazing. So, I, I like, it's it's good weather. But, like, I'm not, like, there, like, oh, I wish I was out right now. But I might feel differently tomorrow, being Friday. But, listen, whatever. But, yes, Phoenix Wrestling in the Kino. Fuck's sake, not another anniversary show. That's not me giving out. That is the name of the show. There are limited tickets available. So, if you are interested in going to this show, which I would highly recommend if you are a fan of the Graps. Oh, I feel dirty using that term. But if you are a fan of professional wrestling and you would like to see a former WWE superstar wrestle in the Kino in Cork against one of Ireland's most exciting young talents in a mouth-watering clash, then get your fucking tickets. Or else. Or else. Mr. Charlie is going to sing you a lullaby which will make your ears bleed. Those are your options. I'll, I'll leave you make your decision. But yeah. It, it was so great though. Like, you know, to kind of, to break kayfabe a little bit. Um, I just, I, I just got goosebumps. Like, it was a free show. Like, anybody could come in and thankfully we had a good few people come in and it was great. And even people walking past the gym, um, you know, stopped and took a look at it and, it's just great seeing people like who probably haven't seen wrestling in years just like look on and kind of go, what the fuck's going on in there? I just love it so much. I just love wrestling so much. Breaking news. I bet you didn't know that. But I, I do. I was in a very weird place at wrestling kind of the end of last year, start of this year. Um, I don't know. I just felt like I kind of didn't belong in there. And I remember like making loads of jokes about that whole Kevin Matthews thing. But like it re that really knocked my confidence. Just but what a fucking asshole he was. I don't like I didn't say it at the time because I was in the business. But I've, I don't care. I'm back in the business now and I'll say it. Kevin Matthews, owner of WrestlePro Alaska, whatever the fuck it's called. Just what a dickhead like. And like, yeah, Grant, I can understand like sometimes, you know, a tweet or like a text mightn't like. You might read a bit more into it than what was meant. But like. Looking back on that situation, I really don't think he should have. All because I joked about refereeing a match that's not going to happen in Alaska with CM Punk. It was just really weird. It really is. And like, I just don't want to work with him now. I hope I never work with him. I hope I never work with his stupid fucking promotion. No offense to the people who work for that promotion. It's, it's nothing against the wrestlers. I have nothing against anybody who wrestles for that promotion... I have a massive problem with the owner or the promoter, whatever his fucking name is, or whatever his fucking title is. I know his bloody name, Kevin Matthews. Imagine, right? You're in the professional wrestling business. You get to use any name in the world that you want, and you pick fucking Kevin Matthews. What a generic fucking name. Like in Phoenix, we have Billy Bedlam. We've Matt Schuyler. We've got Steve Savage. We've got Raven Creed. A, new, a, a name that I think is really cool is Anita Vaughn. Like, that's a really cool, like, Irish wrestling name. Butch Armstrong. Marion Armstrong. Mr. Charlie. We've got some cool fucking names. And then we have Kevin Matthews. You know, it's not like Kevin Owens, who, like, has a really cool real name with Kevin Steen. And then Kevin Owens is because his son is named Owen, and it's a tribute to Owen Hart. You know what I mean? That's really cool. But um, 
Kevin Matthews. What a boring fucking name. I've spoke about him way too much here. But, yeah. Fuck you, Kevin Matthews. Fuck you. Um, yeah, like, it's just, it's crazy that, like, you know, I was in that place at wrestling. And it was the lead-up to WrestleMania. It was funny. It was Cody Rhodes leaving AEW made me go, oh, I didn't see that coming. And then I was like, well, like, if he's leaving AEW and he's staying in pro wrestling, there's only one place where he's really going to go because New, New Japan are working with AEW now. So, like, he's not going to go to New Japan. Cody's not just going to wrestle on the indies again. There's only, there's only one place he's going to go. And that's Phoenix Wrestling. But no, in all seriousness, it was like, it's going to be WWE. And it's like, this is something that nobody would have imagined five months ago. Or, you know, six months ago, whenever, you know, whenever Christmas was. Like, going into, like, the new year, nobody... Going into Rumble season, nobody would have imagined that was the case. And, yeah, Cody Rhodes, who's one of my all-time favourites anyway, especially, like, in the last, you know, ten years. It's just crazy, like, that he's... Yeah, it, it just... Do you want to just stop and think about something? And go, I can't believe this happened. I'm just thinking about his whole WWE return, I'm like... I can't believe it happened. Like, that entrance... Like, the match with Seth Rollins was amazing. Every match he's had with Seth Rollins has been amazing. But that return entrance, just... It's... There's a... Pa so, for those of you who aren't wrestling fans who have managed to get through the opening ten minutes of this, there's a part of Cody Rhodes' theme song that says, The crowd is here, about to blow, waiting for me to start the show. And as that line is being played in the arena, Cody, like, raises from the ground... Like, just, just YouTube it. It's such a fucking cool entrance. And then, like, the Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn stuff. Like, as a lifelong wrestling fan and a huge jackass fan, that was just, like, a match literally made in heaven. And I still think it's the best celebrity match of all time. And potentially my favorite match of all time. <laughs> it was just so much fun to watch. That's a match I can, like, show anybody. And I feel like they'd enjoy it because it's so silly. Like, yeah, then that's the thing. It's silly. And yes, wrestling can be silly. I would be the first one to admit that. Wrestling can be very, very silly. But that's part of the beauty of it. Is that it can be a little bit silly. I said it before. Like, yeah, like, Johnny Knoxville is not going to go into the UFC and challenge anybody. But that's the beauty of wrestling. Is he can come in to the WWE, wrestle someone who's been wrestling for 20 years, and win in a very entertaining match that, like... It doesn't make you sit back and go, well, for fuck's sake, like, that wouldn't happen in real life because you just had fun. And that's the main thing about wrestling is wrestling should be fun. It should be fun. Like, we all take it very seriously and sometimes, admittedly, we take it too seriously. But it's the main thing it needs, it should be, is fun. If it's not fun, well, then it's not for you. If you're not having fun watching it or you know, doing it or being a part of it, then it's not for you. And I had so much fun last week. Honestly, it was just, it was so great. And it was just, you know, I, I don't think I was quite happy with being a referee for a while just because I felt like in myself, uh, there was other stuff I wanted to do. But now, with some of the conversations I've had, I really, really want to be the best referee I can be. I really do. And I just, I have just so much motivation right now. I'm just so excited. I, I really, I've just, 
like last week was the first time I got to referee an LJ Cleary match, which was huge. Like I watched this guy as a fan. Like I was in the national stadium watching him with more than hype. And, you know, I watched him. Uh, yeah, I was a paying fan watching him perform. And now I can say I refereed his, you know, I've refereed his match. One of his matches. Like that's crazy to me. Like that's like, holy shit. Like that's so mental. But WrestleMania this year was just such a fucking crazy show. Like, the fact that, like, the three celebrity matches were probably, apart from the Cody Rhodes stuff, were probably the three most memorable things. Like, and obviously Stone Cold's first match back in, you know, 19 years. But, like, it's the fact that we had, um, you know, Pat McAfee had a great match with uh, Austin Theory, Johnny Knoxville with Sami Zayn, and Logan Paul, who's now signed with WWE. Um with a very fun tag match against the Mysterios whilst teaming with The Miz. And, you know, celebrity matches can be hit or miss in wrestling, but, like, all three of these were fantastic. Seeing seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestle was amazing because I'd never seen a Steve Austin match live because he retired in 2003, and I wasn't watching wrestling live back then. I was watching wrestling back then, but I didn't have Sky, and, you know, I was quite young, so I wasn't watching, like, live wrestling at that stage, but... At the same time, I was still, you know, I'm still a huge wrestling fan. And, like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin is someone who I've, you know, he's literally been there from, like, the first day I started watching wrestling. And just to get to see him return against Kevin Owens, you know, which was a dream match in itself, was fantastic. Um, you know, his last match before that Stone Cold would have been WrestleMania 19, which is my favorite WrestleMania from my childhood. Um, it's just a great fucking WrestleMania. It really fucking is. Um, and yeah, it, you know, I, funny enough, the first ever wrestling show I saw live in person was in the RDS. It was a SmackDown show in 2005. And it was actually, oh my God, it was actually this month in 2005. Let me actually Google here live what the actual, or what the exact date was, because uh, I, I only thought of that now. Bloody hell, that's, oh my God, like, there's no way. There's no way it was... The, was it the 23rd of July? If this was the 23rd of July, of July it's going to be fucking insane. And I'll explain why in a minute. Let me just let me just check. So, I'm on Cage Match, the internet wrestling database, which has every show, like, ever on it. Which is mental. Um, so, if we go Ireland, and search, and we go to... Okay, maybe not there. Let's go WWE... So I'm not editing any of this. I just want to see. You're just going to have to bear with me here a second. You can skip forward if you want. But I just need to see. I need to see what this fucking. What date this show was on. So I'm looking for my first ever. Okay so let me just Google. WWE Dublin. 2005. And. It was. Okay, I think it might have been the 18th of... Oh, sorry, it was last month. Oh, my God, it was... Oh, my God, I missed the fuck... I thought it was in July. That was June. Wow. It is. It was... Oh, my God, it was the 18th of June. Okay, so it was... How many years ago was that? In 2005, that was... 
15, that was 17 years, it's been 17 years since I went to my first wrestling show. That is mental. 17 years. Wow. I could have sworn that was in July, apparently it was in June. Yeah, so that night we had, so the main event was John Cena versus JBL versus Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, who I've met, John Cena, who follows me on Twitter. Uh, in the triple threat match for the WWE title. And Stone Cold Steve Austin was the special guest referee. And also that night we had Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Billy Kidman and Paul London was the opening match. I remember that. Booker T was on that show. Um, Big Show was there. It was a great show. And funny enough, I mentioned Eddie Guerrero there. That was July, August, September, October. That was only five months before Eddie passed away. Which is mental. Oh man, I can't believe I missed the anniversary for that. Fucking... I always tell myself every year I'll remember it and I forget. I could have swore it was in July. But yeah, I was in the RDS and every other wrestling WWE show I've been to has been in uh, the O2, the Point Theatre slash the O2 slash the 3 Arena. So, yeah. Honestly, just so much, so much fucking, so many great memories going to wrestling shows. And the next WWE show I'll be going to will be in Cardiff. WWE Clash at the Castle in the Millennium Stadium, which is fucking crazy. WWE are doing a pay-per-view, or the Principality Stadium as it's called, but it'll, it'll always be the Millennium Stadium to me. A stadium where I've actually stood in the middle, I've stood in the middle of that pitch. I got the tour of it years ago. I used to go to Wales quite a bit growing up because my mother's husband is from there. And yeah, we used to go there an awful lot. And I've been to the Millennium Stadium twice, I think, I've been there. Definitely once, maybe twice. And, you know, funny enough, the last time I was, I was in Wales was about 10 years ago. And, well, it was 10 years ago. And I went to see a Butlins wrestling show there. And if you told me then that 10 years later that I would be going to a WWE pay-per-view in the Millennium Stadium, it, I would not have believed it whilst being a pro wrestling referee. I never would have believed it. It's crazy, like, it's just crazy how quick life can go, and how crazy, yeah, just how crazy how life can end up. I can't believe, like, next week I'm refereeing a match on a show that's being headlined by Scotty Tuhati. That doesn't sound real. No, this isn't wrestling! This isn't wrestling! But, it is, it's real. It's very real. As the old saying goes, pro wrestling is real. People are fake. And by God, is that a true statement? I don't think there's ever been a truer statement spoke, to be honest. Yeah, lads, I'm just so excited. Like, I'm just so glad to be back in the wrestling world. Like, it doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter what I do. I will always be back. <laughs> I think I said it in the group chat, in the Phoenix group chat when I was added back to it, is that not quite as many comebacks as Terry Funk. But I'm getting there. I'm coming for you, Terry! Chainsaw Charlie, is it? Well, you're meeting Chainsaw fucking... Tarl. Eh, it's not as catchy as it sounded in my head. But you get what I mean. And I'm, I'm, I am. I'm just delighted to be back. I really am. And I, I'm not going to lie, lads. My head is spinning right now because I'm so tired. And I'm trying to like make this episode as long as I can make it because even I don't like really short podcasts but I mean I don't know how because this is my second recording session because I took a break to go to the toilet I don't know how long 
in we actually are right now, but fuck it. Is there anything else I would like to talk about while I'm on here? Uh, I'm still streaming over on YouTube, by the way. The Tarl United career mode. Obviously, it hasn't happened this week because I've been working late, but next week I do have a couple of days off, so I will be able to do it then. Possibly the day this is going up, which is Friday, I might be able to stream like Saturday night. Uh, sorry, Friday night, Saturday morning. Hopefully. Um, also, I went to the dentist this week and my teeth feel better, but bloody hell, they feel weird. I'm still not used to how they feel. I'm petrified at the dentist. I really, really didn't want to go. I was putting it off for ages, but I had a bit of sensitivity that wasn't getting any better. So I had to go and I'm glad I went, but holy shit, my teeth like just feel so weird right now. But yeah, I think that's kind of everything, lads. I think that's kind of everything. Um, I do want to get some guests on here. I, I know people have been asking me like, oh, you know, when are you planning on getting people on here? It will happen. I just need to find the time for it. Maybe next week I might try and get somebody on, but that's a maybe. Me and Alex have been talking about doing another show together, just talking about, like, whatever, like, literally whatever the fuck we want, and just seeing what happens. Um, Celtic Codec, we're just kind of, honestly, at this stage, lads, we're just waiting for a date to sit where we can sit down and record our first episode back, and as soon as that happens, we'll we'll upload it. That's kind of the that's kind of the story with that. And I think that's kind of everything, lads. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yes, it is very wrestling heavy, and if you don't like that, go fuck yourself. But in all seriousness though, uh, I know the door-to-door sales episode has been pushed back so much. And I really do want to do it because there are some great stories. And I think what I might do is I might record that maybe this Saturday and maybe like upload that as like a Monday episode. Maybe. Uh, but that kind of seems more like a Friday episode. Maybe I can do that next week and maybe I can put the guest episode up the following week. That might make sense. Because I do want to like have a pro wrestling show on here. And not just pro wrestling, but com- combat sports in general. Um, where we can talk about, you know, predominantly pro wrestling and MMA. <laughs> Bit of boxing in here as well, but like, you know, mainly pro wrestling and MMA. So... Yeah, but lads, I will leave you with what I always leave you with, a wrestling promo. Honestly, right now at the time of recording, I don't even know what one I'm going to pick. So that's actually what I'm going to do right now is go and search for one. And until then, talk to you all next week. Enjoy this banging wrestling promo that's either very good or so bad that it's good. See you later. If there was a glimmer of doubt, a shred of trepidation, the moment I rose up in front of 70-something thousand fans, the moment I made the walk at a WrestleMania and defeated one of the best superstar wrestlers in any era, that being Seth Rollins, that doubt was eradicated. I'm an avid reader and I stumbled across this quote. It said, a man often finds his destiny on the path he takes to avoid it. So if you'll humor me, let's all take a look at the Tron, if you will. 
Right there is my father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. It's so, it's so simple to say, that's my father, but in reality, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, he's the son of a plumber, he's a common man, he's all those things to me. He was my hero. This photo, it was taken in 1977, Madison Square Garden. That very photo right there, he is holding the championship belt that eventually Hulk Hogan would get his hands on. The Undertaker would get his hands on. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh, and, uh, Triple H, too. And many other greats. I'm going to tell you a quick story which made this all very simple to me. This photo, this very photo, was on the mantel in my parents' bedroom until my dad's last day. And as I... As I got hit to the industry. I worked up a little courage and I remember I asked him and I worded it very poorly. I said, I didn't know that you were champion like Hulk Hogan. And he looked at me with the same eyes that Liberty has and he said, very stern and very patiently, he explained to me the champion's advantage. He said that he had won the match, but because it was by count out, he did not take home the championship belt. So I'm eight years old. What's a boy to do? Right then and there, at eight years old, I knew not what I wanted to do, what I needed to do. I was going to win this championship belt right here. I was going to place it. I was going to bestow it into the hands of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and I would tell him, nobody can take it away from you now. And there are many here tonight who have followed my journey, but for those who are new to it, unfortunately, that dream died. <laughs> it died right in front of me. That opportunity passed. That opportunity passed or did it. Yes, I cannot physically Put that title belt into my father's hands. I cannot bestow it upon the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, but I certainly can put it around the waist of the American Nightmare.
With that in mind, the silence is broken. My intentions are clear. I've made them clear to all of you here. I stand before you ready, finally ready. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to give the distinction that my family has long since been denied. And I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to do it for my family. And I am going to do it. For the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. statement delivered by Cody Rhodes and well, this is the man who would fall short against Cody Rhodes on Wrestlemania Saturday Seth freaking Rollins. It doesn't appear as though Seth freaking Rollins is wallowing in defeat. Seth freaking Rollins is here to remind Cody Rhodes that this is Monday Night Rollins. Also reminding him that being a champion is the dream of everyone on this roster. Uh, Corey, you really think this is the time and place for Seth Rollins to march down the I'm ring? not condoning it, Saxton, but no one controls Seth freaking Rollins but Seth freaking Rollins himself. Respect from Seth freaking Rollins to Cody Rhodes. Rollins is welcoming it, Cody. Is back. that what it was? Was it respect? Seth Rollins said, Welcome home. It was respect. Well, who knows what it was? You never truly know what Seth Rollins 